0: You are now listening to The Way To Go Youth Podcast with Pastor Jerome Baker. This podcast is an outreach of a place where refuge church located in Carrollton, Georgia, where the pastor is Bishop Barry Walker. Our vision is to help youth and young adults to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's word. Now, let's receive Pastor Baker with today's message. You are listening to The Way To Go. Let's raise that up just a little bit. One of the key words in our verse is must. Must. Must has a number of meanings. I want to give us just a few on this morning. First, when we talk about a must, it is something that is necessary, required, or it is an obligation. We must do something. You must do something. It says that it's something that is required, necessary, or an obligation. You can't skip it. It's a must. You don't need to try to avoid it. It is a, it's a must. One of the root meanings of must, young people, is new, fresh, or better. Understand, if something new, fresh, or better is going to happen in your life, you have to do what is necessary. If something bigger, something better is going to manifest in your life, you have to do what's required. If you want bigger, better, or something fresh to happen, you have to understand you are obligated to do certain things. God is not going to do everything for you in life, and people are not going to do everything for you in life. You have to be of the mindset, as a young man or a young woman, I must do certain things. When you look in the Bible, you see that this is taught. Jesus told his own mother, I must be about the father's business. Let's take it further. You must be born again. That's what Jesus told a man. He said, You must be born again. You've got to come out of sin. You must. You need to see it as an obligation that I don't need to live in sin. Because the wages of sin is death. So I must come out. Well, how do I come out? It's only one way to come out of sin. It's through Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. So if I'm going to be born again, it's going to have to be through the name of Jesus. Acts 4 and 12, as a reference, says, Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we, help me, must be saved. If I'm going to be delivered, it's going to come through the name of Jesus. If I'm going to prosper, it's going to come through the name of Jesus. If I'm going to be divinely protected, it's going to come through the name of Jesus. Somebody shout must. Jesus later told a woman by a whale, you must worship God in spirit and in truth. If I'm going to live for God, devote my life to God, I don't need to live according to my truth. I need to live according to God's truth. Jesus is recorded in John 4 and 4 or 4 and 24 by saying God is spirit and those who worship him, help me with that next word, must worship how? In spirit spirit and spirit and true. My attitude got to be according to God's word. My mindset needs to be according to God's word. There are certain things, young people in life, that are required. You cannot get around them. You must. You must. Somebody shout that key word, we. We must. And so when we consider our text on this morning, it's written by the Apostle Paul, and he's writing to a young man by the name of Timothy. Paul, young people, is the senior, and Timothy is his true, his true son in the faith. Paul is the older or the mature senior, and Timothy is his protege or his son in the faith. Timothy started in ministry with Paul as a young man, and now he's matured, and Paul is setting him aside to be a pastor. How many are still with me? Paul is the senior And Timothy is his true son. Before I move on, let me just say, as a young person, it's important to have good mentorship in your life. As a young man, as a young woman, you need to have someone older and mature that can speak into your life, that can help mold you give you good counsel as a young person. You don't need to grow as a young person constantly hanging with people your same age. God designed it for young people to learn from folk that are aged or mature. At some point, you need to not just hang around your boys, But as a young man, you need to hang around some men. You you need to have the mindset, I don't just need to hang around these boys. I need some men in my life that can teach me what it takes to be a man. As a young woman, you just don't need to hang around girls all your life. You need to hang around some aged women. Some women that can teach you how to be a lady. Teach you how to live chaste or holy. Teach you how to love a man. Teach you how to get a man. And how to love a man. That's what the Bible say. And so as a young person, part of your maturity is learning who you should and should not connect with. And as a young person, Timothy connected with Paul. Their primary connection was ministry business. Uh How many are still with me? And so now, Timothy has grown, and he's in a new chapter of his life. He has gone from serving as a laborer for Paul. Now, he's in a different place in life and he's being set aside as a pastor. Life, young people, has different stages. Life, young people, has different levels. And it's important, young people, to not stay the same. It's important that you make it your business to grow, develop, and mature so you can properly handle the different stages of life. You can't remain a child forever. You can't remain or won't remain a teenager forever. You need to enjoy the level that you're at, but you need to be prepared For the next level of your life. How many are still with me? You enjoy middle school, but you're going to be in high school pretty soon. You enjoy your high school years, but there's life after graduation. You enjoy being single, but you might get married one day. Every stage or part of life, they're different levels. And you have to be able to understand that and prepare. And hopefully you don't want to just stay at the same level. Think about this, young folk. There are people in their 30s, 40s, and 50s still living like they're in their teens and 20s. You don't want to be like that. You want to progress in life. Are you still with me? And so Timothy is at a new chapter in his life. Just like some adults, young adults in here, you're in a new chapter of your life. Some juniors and seniors, you're headed for the next chapter of your life. And you have to be prepared to handle the next level. Yeah, you need to be prepared because it's coming. It's an old saying that time stops for nobody. Time is going to keep on going. And as long as God is gracious, you're going to see different levels of life. And so Paul is writing to Timothy, trying to give him some wisdom on what it's going to take. To be productive in this new chapter of his life. And we need wisdom. The Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. When you get a job, you need some wisdom so you can be productive at that job. If you're going to college, you need some wisdom so you can be productive while you're in college. You want your own vehicle, your own apartment, your own home. You need some wisdom. So when you get to that level of life, you don't blow it. We don't want you to blow it. God doesn't want you to blow it. So you have to be prepared. And so Paul tells Timothy one thing he is going to encounter in this new chapter of his life. Timothy, you're going to encounter hardship. And because there's nothing new under the sun, young people in this life, you are going to encounter hardship. Hardship this morning, struggle, stress, trials, and trouble. You're going to encounter it. You're not too cute. You're going to encounter struggle. You're not that special. You're going to have trials or tests in life. You're going to experience stress as a student, An athlete, business owner, or somebody that gets up and go to work every day. You're going to encounter stress, trials, trouble, and struggle. Whether you're in God or not, it's a part of life. Matter of fact, it's waiting on you. Hardship is waiting on you. You don't have to qualify. You don't have to have a certain credit score. You can come from a single parent or a dual parent household. Guess what's waiting on you? Hardship. Trouble. Stress. Trials. is waiting on you. And some of us is not waiting. You're in it. You're being exposed to a level of stress that you have never experienced before. You don't know nothing or didn't know nothing in times past about no depression. But now you have encountered it. It's a part of life, young folk. And you have to be prepared for it you have to know how to deal with hardship properly. Because if you don't deal with hardship properly as a young man or as a young woman, you gonna faint, break down, crash out, or fall off. If you don't learn how to deal with hard times, You're going to faint, young people. Break down emotionally. Crash out or fall off. That's what's going to happen. Well, why are you being so negative? I'm not just being negative. I'm being truthful. If you don't deal with hardship the right way, you'll turn to smoking. You'll turn to drinking. You might turn to crime. You might turn to hoeing. You got to know how to deal with hardship. You got to know how to deal with it. Well, I, I just want to get out of Carrollton. Well, when you get out of Carrollton, whether you go to the country or to the city, You're going to have to know how to deal with some hardship. Mama ain't going to be there to help you. Some of us got mamas that ain't going to help you. You're going to have to learn how to deal with hardship. And hardship is not just for grown folk. When you look in the Bible, children, teenagers, and young adults encountered hardship. There was a child in the Bible that came to Jesus with her mama dealing with hardship. The girl was demon possessed. There was one family who had a little girl and she died while she was a child. Family dealing with hardship. Daniel and who we call the Hebrew boys taken captive and taken to another country by a king who liked boys. Hardship. Joseph living right in his young adult years and a woman accused him of raping her. Hardship. Trials. Struggle. Stress. And y'all can sit there and act like that, but you can't fool me. It's real. Tell somebody, "Hardship hardship is real. It's real you have to know how to deal with it. Because some of us right now, you don't deal with hardship properly. It breaks you emotionally. You're a crybaby when hardship comes your way. Snotting. wheezing. And looking bad when hardship come your way. Some of you got a give up mentality when hardship come your way. How you going to think about just ending it all because you going through some tough times? What are you talking about a nervous breakdown? And you... 18. What are you talking about anxiety and panic attacks just because you're going through something that's common to man? You got to learn how to deal with struggle the right way. Well, I don't want to be married no more. You've been married 18 months. What you expect? You're going to struggle in a new marriage, yes, 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 yes. Proverbs twenty-four and ten. Y'all, hurry up and get there, cause I ain't got a amen in the house. Hurry up and get the Proverbs twenty-four and ten, so Pastor can back up what he been saying. If you faint in the day of adversity. Or hardship, struggle, stress, trouble, trials. What did he say? Your strength is small. You're weak. You're acting like a straight punk. Your strength is small. A chunk. A pull-o. You breaking down because he don't want to be your boyfriend again? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Who does that? You done lost your mind because you failed a class? Quit being a wimp. You're at a new level. You can't sleep through it like you did in middle school and high school. You're gonna have to open up that book and put in some work. But if you faint in the day of struggle, bottom line, use a pump. Your strength is small. Am I Bible? Let me ask again, am I Bible? You're too young to be talking about you're not sleeping because of what you're going through. You just starting life. What do you mean you're stressed out? You don't even work 40 hours a week. How are you stressed out? How are you hurting? Help me understand. You ain't got no kids. How are you struggling? You're crying over your life because you're comparing your life to what you see on social media? If you faint in the day, you see that in the day, that day is coming. Yes, sir. Struggle is coming. Stress is coming. Try, hardship is coming. But if you give up, if you faint, the Bible says your strength is small. I want you to think about this. I thought I was one thing until struggle came my way. I thought that I was just super, great, anointed, and all of this. But let's see how you act when Goliath show up. Israel was supposed to be those who reigned with God, but when Goliath showed up, they allowed fear to grip their heart. Their strength at the time was, was small. Can somebody be honest in here? You thought that you was right here, but once life get a hold to you, you really see yourself in a different way, and you be like, I ain't really where I thought I was. You got to be honest. Paul said this, young people, examine yourself to see if you're in the faith. You got to look at yourself and just be honest and say, this is where I'm at. This is where I am. And it's not God's fault. The devil's fault is it's me. Where I am, it's all on, it's all on me. Yeah, either you listened to who you should have been listening to or you didn't. That's on you. Either you took advantage of the time you've been having here on earth or you didn't. That's on, that's on you. You have to be honest about yourself to yourself because nobody knows you better then you accept God. And it's okay to see that you're not where you need to be. Just don't be settled with that. How many still with me? And so Paul tells Timothy, look, hardship is something you're going to encounter. And he gives one solution to Timothy and to us for hardship. It's Enduring. In this verse, he says, Timothy, you got to endure hardship as a good soldier. The implication is you can't pray it away, wish it away. You have to deal with it a certain way. And he tells them when hardship come your way, Timothy, In this new chapter of your life, you got to learn how to end. Endure. Endure is stay in power, young folk. It's when you have the ability to keep laughing, learning, and you outlast difficult times. That's what endurance is this morning. It's when you have the ability to stay right where God wants you to stay. You still able to laugh and enjoy life. You learning what God wants you to learn in the midst of what you're going through. And you outlast whatever's trying to take you down. See, if you're a new married couple, you got to understand struggle is going to try to take that marriage out. But you got to have the mindset I ain't going nowhere. I vowed that I would love this person in sickness, in health. I, I, I vowed that I would be with them until death do us part. We're going through a little, a little rough patch, but, but, but trouble don't last always. We're not going to stay at this level. We're going to learn what we need to learn, and we're going to elevate. How many young folk in here you want to elevate in life? See, when you go through hardship, you mess up, you make mistakes, you need to learn so you can elevate. You need to learn so you can go higher, so you can get better, so you can get stronger. Don't get stuck. Learn and elevate. Look at somebody say, don't get stuck. You got to learn and then elevate. That's it. it. Endure. You got to learn how to be happy even when you're going through tough times. You, you wish your family structure was different. You wish daddy was in your life. You, you wish mama was stable, but you ain't going to let that get you down. You, you just going to thank God that they got together, hooked up, and you here now. Thank God for them hooking up and you here. You just going to learn that when you get in a relationship, you're not going to do like they did. And you don't let the thought of their mess up mess you up. Paul said, young folk, I think myself happy. Sometimes when you are struggling, young folk, you got to think in a way that's going to get you happy. David said, I encourage myself in the Lord. Tell somebody, you got to think yourself happy. That's what Paul told a king that was ready to kill him. He said, King Agrippa, I think myself happy. When you broke in the reality, you got to think on what God promised you. I may be broke right now, but my God said he want me to be above only and never beneath. When you get to thinking about that, you should get happy. Don't let your mind wander on what's negative. You got to think and learn to laugh. Based upon what God promised. There was a woman in scripture, Sarah. God told her, I'm going, God told her husband, y'all going to have a child. And both of them was close to a hundred. When she heard it, the Bible says she laughed. God heard her laugh and said, girl, is there anything too hard for me? She was looking at the struggle. She was looking at them being 90 plus years old. But God had to deal with her mind, not to consider what was dead, but to look at the possibilities of what God can do with her dead situation. And sometimes, young folk, you do be struggling. You do be going through. But with God, all things Are possible. God can turn your impossible situation into a better situation. But that's how you got to think. You can't think that it's going to be like the way it is all, always. Paul said, What we see, what we experience, young people, it's temporary. Now, temporary may be a month, six months, or 10 years. But it's got to change. It it, it got to change. And and I want to prepare myself for the change. That's what Job said. He he talked about, he said, look, I I know my change is coming. I know my Redeemer, Leo. He was going through a whole lot in his life, but his mindset wasn't stuck on what he was seeing. And some of us as young men and young women, you get stuck you get stuck you gotta get unstuck you gotta endure you, you gotta learn to laugh learn and, and outlast what you going through are you telling me you say but, but what you going through you gonna let that get the best of you you gonna let that defeat you when the Lord said you're more then a conqueror? No, what it is, is Hebrews 10.36. Hebrews 10.36, the writer says, for you have need of. Y'all can't even read. I'm, I'm teaching real good. Y'all ought to help me. He said, for you have need of. That's what it is. Somebody in here, you need some endurance. So that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Endurance. It's required. It's a must. You got to have it. Because you can pray, put money on the altar, and fast. God ain't going to move what you're going through until he decide to. So you have to endure the race. You got to stay in the race. You got to allow God to develop you and quit crying like a straight punk. You got to toughen up. Man up. One apostle said, gird up the loins of your mind. Get your mind together. Get yourself together. In other words, he would say, you got to toughen up. That's what my mama used to tell me. Jerome, you got to get your act. Get your act together. All that crying ain't going to change the situation. Get yourself together. Get your prayer life together. Get your giving life together. Get your worship life together. Look at somebody and say, get your act together. Matter of fact, be more specific. Say, get your mind together. You got to get it together. Get your act right. And toughen up. You gotta toughen up as a young person. You gotta quit that breaking down every time you get to going through something that's challenging. You gotta quit doubting God just because things don't go your way. You gotta quit being fearful when it don't look like. It's going to work out together for your good. Help me tell somebody, say, I got to toughen up. You got to start knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. You got to toughen up. Paul said, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the, you got to toughen up. You got to get off social media and toughen yourself up. You got to put in the work and do what's necessary so your adversaries, your enemies, or yourself don't take you out. God don't want you to stay depressed. God don't want you to be in distress. God don't want you to be hopeless. But but he's not going to stop allowing these things to come your way. You got to toughen. You got to toughen up. Talking to your friends about your problem—that ain't gonna do it. They ain't gonna do it. That ain't that ain't gonna do it. You got to toughen up. So how do I do it, Pastor? Is this helping anybody? You gotta toughen up so you don't drop out of school. You done started, you might as well finish, What you done started. Toughen up. Toughen up. I'm tired of going to work. Well, that's what a man do. <laughs> work. Toughen up. Go to work when you don't feel like it. Number one, if we're going to endure as good Soldiers, number one, young people, you got to accept hardship as God's will. Hardship is a part of life, but it's also a part of God's will. Now, God allows hardship or we can cause hardship. You can get on that dumb stuff and cause hardship. Keep speeding, and your insurance going to go up. Ain't no need to cry. You chose to speed. So you under 25, go ahead and get that extra $150 ready, and quit crying because you want to drive fast. You caused that. Well, you want to stick your thing in a girl? She get pregnant, you got to deal with that. God didn't do that. You got to deal with that. I don't even like her like that. Well, your little thing worked just like everybody else. You got to deal with it. You of the devil if you trying to get that girl to abort that baby. No, deal with the choices you made. You want to run them streets? You want to be like the rappers? Well, you got to deal with what come with that. Accept it. You got to be okay with hardship. You know what one of the meanings of accept mean? To receive an offering. Well, I'm here on earth. Guess what come with being here on earth? Hardship. Everybody here on earth, y'all on earth, (laughs) guess what's coming? You got to be okay with that. Something I say in my household I want to share with y'all, there's a cup that comes with your choices and your calling. It's a cup that comes with it. A cup comes with the choices and the callings that's on your life. And you have to be able to drink from that cup. You want to run the street? It's a cup that come with that. Guess what's in that cup? Death, probation, jail, locked up with grown men for years. All that's in that cup. So if you want to drink the cup of a gangster, that's what come with it. You make the choice. Want to be a player? Whether you're a girl or a female, it's a cup that come with that. Drama. Lies. You can't be no real player without telling no lies. Spending money. Yeah, you're going to have to spend some money. Nah, my game is on tight. Okay, keep talking. It's a cup that comes with that. You want to be a business person. You got to understand. It's something that comes with that. You may go two months and not make no money. Quit crying. That's the life of a business owner. And you're going to keep having overhead. That's what come with it. Tell somebody, it's a cup. It comes with your choices and the calling on your life. Yeah. When I was in college, I said, I'm going to be a student athlete. I'm going to walk on the basketball tape. I walked on, and I didn't realize they stayed on the court all the time. And then when they had study hall, basically it was just study on your own. If you were struggling and needed help, you have to hours. And I was like, man, I can't drink from this. I'm going to fail out of school. Let me walk off the team. And that's what I did. I walked on, and then I walked walked right off. Because I had to pass them classes. I couldn't drink that cup. 2 Timothy, if you're taking notes, 3 and 12, it says it like this. And yes, all who desire to live how? Come on, don't embarrass yourself. Read with me. Yes, and all who desire to live in Christ Jesus will suffer. So what comes with living for God? Suffering, persecution. That's part of it. That's part of it. So you have to be okay with that. Psalm 34, 19. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. Many are the afflictions of the right. So what comes with being righteous? Affliction. No, y'all didn't read it right. Many. Many affliction. What comes with living right? Many, Many affliction. A lot of trouble. Yeah. But I love the promise. But God delivers him out of what? Oh. Them all. Now get this, you can go through trouble as a sinner, but there's no guarantee that you're going to be delivered from it all. So I'd rather go through as a righteous person with the promise that God going to bring me out. Number one, you got to accept that hardship is a part of God's will. I'm about done. Number two, you got to be ready for action. Tell somebody, be ready for action. Action has to do with fighting with warfare. You remember in the movie Friday when Day Day and Craig was in, in the thing, and Dayday was like, oh, I got some action. It's time for me to do some things. You got to have that same mindset in God. In other words, when hardship come your way, you got to be ready to fight. Paul told Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. That's that action. When hardship come your way, you got to know, oh, it's time for that action and prayer. It's time for me to hear from God and get a word so I know how to handle this situation. That's action, young people. That's warfare, young people. You have to be able to fight. You got to use the weapons of your warfare to pull down strongholds in your life. When your body is cutting up, that's that action right there. It's time to get this body up under subjection because it's going to bump and you got to fight back. Yes, yes, yes. Paul told Timothy in Timothy 1 and 8, 1 Timothy 1 and 8, This charge I command you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies or the words previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good Warfare. You got to take this word, young folk. Take your notes. And when struggle, stress, trouble come your way, you got to use the word to fight in the midst of what you're going through. You got to fight. You got to be just like David in the Bible. When Goliath come, wants some action, you got to be about that life. What did David do? He ran towards Goliath. And he knew the weapons that he had was going to give him the victory. You got to know that the weapons that God has given you is what's going to give you the victory. The apostle Paul said the victory that overcomes the world, my problems, my struggles, my stress, is faith. It's faith. It's the word. You got to take this word and use it against your struggle. Tell somebody, you got to fight. fight. You got to fight. Crying ain't going to do nothing. Complaining ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to do nothing. Sitting there idle, wondering, that ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to do nothing. Jesus told his disciples one day, why are y'all standing here gazing? Why are y'all standing here daydreaming? I done told y'all what was going on. Fight. You got to be about that action. And finally, in my clothes, young people, after you accept that struggle is a part of the will of God, after you be ready for that action, you got to advance forward. Oh, that's some good teaching. Advancing forward, young people, means you never quit. It gets tough, but you don't quit. It hurts, but you don't. You don't quit. You feel like giving up, but you don't. You don't quit. You got to be a soldier, a good soldier. You got scars, but you still ready to go to battle. You don't quit. You keep moving Last verses, Acts 14, 22. Strengthen the souls of the disciples, exhorting or encouraging them. Look at this. To continue in the, to continue in the, and saying we must through many tribulation enter the kingdom of God. He said encourage them. Continue. Don't stop. Don't give up. Don't backslide. Because if you're going to get the promises of God tribulation is what you're going to have to deal with. It's good, David said, that he was afflicted, that he struggled. It's good for you. You need to struggle, young folk. It's good for you. David said that he might learn. That he might learn. You going through what you're going through can be good for you if you learn. If you learn. What you're going through right now, it can be a benefit for you if you you learn. But you got to drop that attitude. I can't wait for this to be over. It'll be over when it's over. Hebrews 12 and 3. For consider him who endured such hostility. Talking about Jesus. From sinners against himself. Least you become weary and discouraged in your soul. Remember what Jesus went through. Look at all the hostility he went through against himself. You're going to go through things in this life. But remember Jesus. Remember how he endured. And when it was all said and done, he rose with all power and authority in his hand. See, you're going to come out with something, but you got to endure. You got to toughen up as a young man or as a young woman. Now, it's your choice. You can keep being a pump, but God is sending you a word toughen, toughen up. Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. I'm going to stop right there. Let's give God a hand clap of praise.